This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On to the branding thing and the royal family. Joining me on the line is Mike Leon, president of Brand Heroes Marketing. And uh, whether or not the royals, in fact, have a brand that uh, they want to augment going forward. This is Harry and Meghan, or the members of the family think that uh, they're straying too far afield. Mike, how you doing? <laughs> good, John. How are you? Pretty good, too, thanks. Uh, so the royals, they are a brand, aren't they? Oh, 100% they are. And what does that brand imply here? Uh, I mean, is it still relevant in this day and age? Well, you know, that's an interesting question. I mean, it's an institution, John. You know, it's been around for literally centuries. And, you know, it's been operationalized. It's been well-managed. But, you know, it also has a Twitter account. So, you know, you look now, has it modernized in the sense that it's realizing the way in which it needs to communicate? Absolutely. But it's very traditional. So now when you get this whole announcement about Meghan and Harry deciding to you know, to borrow a line from Fleetwood Mac, go their own way. Now it's total upheaval because that's not what you do. And that's not what a lot of people have done in the institution of the royal monarchy. So it's, um, it's, it's throwing quite an interesting uh, wrench into the whole thing. So it's an institutional brand uh, that is so firm and fixed. Uh, the legacy goes back I don't know, hundreds, maybe, uh, you know, a thousand years. Uh, mm-hmm. And are they somehow subverting this, Harry and Meghan? Well, you know, I, I think you can certainly um, look at it that way, you know, and I think with, with some of the coverage, it certainly points to that way. I think also it's interesting, too, because you look at the brands of Harry and Meghan, you know, both of them are progressive in their own right. Meghan especially has had her own career for a lot of years. You know, there was a lot of rumors when they got together that this would probably be the beginning of, of you know, shifting the waves a little bit and potentially even rocking the boat of, of the monarchy. And then you also look at Harry's mom, Diana, and there's history back there for doing the same thing. So, this is a very, very interesting brand story. And I think, you know, from the monarchy standpoint, are they trying to hold on to the way that things always have been and upheld the institution and the values of the monarchy, which is a big thing with the brand to uphold its values? 100% they are. But do they also recognize that they need to change with the times? I would argue it's probably a little more slow moving, but we might be seeing that conflict happen as well. Yeah, well, the conflict, I think, arises from them wanting to promote their own personal brands outside of the royal brand, uh, could we say? Well, yeah. And, you know, I think when you talk about brands, you talk a lot about values. You know, do the the values of the brand resonate with the values of the consumer? And I think, you know, right from the get-go, you know, Megan's brand was very, very different, just like Diana's brand was very, very different. And even, you know, Harry. Harry's often been called the people's prince for being, you know, someone who is a person of the people, um, whether it's through, you know, the Invictus Games and the the, uh, the creation of that or through, uh, you know, his work with various charities, his brand and the culture of it has always been very, very different. Now, if you're the royal institution and you're trying to modernize, being associated with that could be really good for you, right? So now that they're kind of breaking away, could that spell bad things? Perhaps it could. So it'll be interesting to see what the response officially is from the monarchy on that one. Again, Mike Leon, president, Brand Heroes Marketing, uh, just sort of blue skying as to where Meghan and Harry may be headed in terms of brand, uh, the royal brand that they engender. And it's youthfulness, obviously, that's a, a part of the attraction there. Uh, 
Is that important to the royal family? I mean, to uh, because they talked about progressiveness in their statement yesterday before, I guess, they took the slap down from uh, the palace. But uh, is that all part of the branding and the imaging and the marketing? And maybe the royals could use a, a pretty healthy dose of that. Well, for sure. And you know what? There's also the practical issue, too, right? That, you know, a lot of the monarchy are, are, are quite elderly. So, you know, if, if you look at a brand of any organization, succession planning is a big part of that, right? You know, you want to know that you're, you're training the next generation to step up and they can then assume leadership roles. And Harry, I think, is sixth in line for, for the throne. Yep. So, you know, when you have your, your sixth in line, that's not necessarily next in line or king in waiting or anything like that. But at the same time, what message does that send? And are there other youthful um, royals who might follow suit with that? So I think it definitely sends a message. And I think what it also does is it necessitates a very specific kind of response as well um, from the royal family. And so far, you know, it doesn't really seem like there's been much that's been progressive from it. So I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. So if you wanted to revitalize the monarchy, which I don't know if they're actually lagging in popularity now, but uh, shows like The Crown maybe give them a boost to the upside. But Charles is sort of next in line. Uh, looks like the window may have already passed him by because the queen is recalcitrant. She ain't given up the throne anytime uh, unless, you know, the Lord calls her home. Uh, should he then basically uh, forego whatever and give it over to William? Because William and Kate seem like they're following royal orthodoxy as we've come to know it. Well, you know, I guess it depends in, in what interests are they looking towards. Like, you know, is he looking at the interests of the monarchy? Is he looking at his own interests? And, you know, you mentioned Netflix. I mean, this is playing out like a plot of a show, right? And I think it's, it, I think on that level, what it may serve to do is get a little bit more interest from people. Like, look at us. We're talking about it. And, you know, people who, who may not necessarily be fans of the royals or maybe even a little bit fatigued by it, they're talking about it, too. So I think, you know, the, the, the always nice halo effect of anything that makes a lot of news is bad or good, people are talking. And if brands are smart and if they're opportunistic, they'll figure out how to join that conversation in a positive way and keep it going. So that actually represents a real opportunity for the, uh, for the royal family as well in all their marketing channels. Well, that's an interesting way of putting it. I mean, marketing channels. Uh, I'm not sure this happened in the days of Henry VIII or whatever, but now uh, everything is massaged through the lens of marketing and branding specialists such as yourself. Uh, so people, I guess, you know, they can develop their own personal brands. We've seen this, I mean, writ large with the so-called influencers. you got 18, 19-year-olds with, uh, you know, 60 million followers on Twitter. Uh, they influence decisions and so on and so forth. I mean, uh, where's this all going? I mean, is this a good thing? Well, you know what? I mean, I think I, I think the telltale story around that is that um, um, Harry and Meghan announced this whole thing on Instagram. So, you know, that right there makes a huge, huge statement, John. So I, I think, you know, when you sort of look at, like, where is it all going? I mean, I think the, 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 the big truth right now that brands in general really have to embrace is that they don't own the brands. They might financially, you know, they might take care of them. They might be the custodians of them. But the true owners of the brands are the consumers. And I I think that's a wonderful thing because consumers have so many tools and so many ways in which to, to express their own power now. So the role of the brand isn't to try and control that. It's to try and facilitate that. Listen as much as possible. Contribute where it makes sense to contribute. And also get the hell out of the way when it makes sense to do that, too. 
There you go. Uh, I would like to see maybe uh, if one of the Royals actually dropped a, a mixtape around Christmas time, you know, for Christmas, like Gucci Man. Gucci Man actually did, and uh, so, you know, that would really tell me that they're woke. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll let you go, Mike. I appreciate your weighing in and just uh, giving us, I guess, more insight into this brave new world of branding. Good to talk. All right, likewise. Thanks, John. Happy New Year. And to you, Mike Leon, President, Brand Heroes of Marketing. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 